Years ago, I worked at one of those big box pharmacies in a local suburban utopia. One day, after a few robberies at local pharmacies, my husband, who likes to think of himself as only one situation away from being able to show how he would have been an amazing secret agent, <laughs> asked me, what is the protocol at your store if you're robbed? I said, well, there isn't one that I know of. He said, well, don't make eye contact. That is a sign of aggression. <laughs> All right, good to know. About a week after that, I was working one Sunday afternoon. Even though it was about 10 minutes until closing, we were still busy with a couple of customers in the store and one at the drive-thru. I went over to help the person at the drive-thru. Now, if any of you have ever worked in retail, you know we all have the customer. The customer who does the one thing that gets on your nerves the most. Well, my customer at the drive-thru was on her cell phone. I hate when someone is talking on their cell phone during checkout. So just to amuse myself passive-aggressively, I usually would purposefully ask that customer questions, a string of unnecessary questions, just to force them to uh, focus on me, such as, uh, can you please verify your address? What are the last four numbers of your phone number? Do you have any questions for us? What is your sign? Paper or plastic? We don't have paper. Boxers or briefs? You get the idea. Well, I barely had time to think of my first question when I looked over to the other side of the pharmacy and saw a man jump over the counter with a gun in his hand. I knew immediately what was happening. We were getting robbed. I leaned over to Mrs. Cellphone and said in a whisper, Pam! She ignored me. Pam! She looked over annoyed and moved the phone away from her mouth. Yes! I tried to quietly say, Call the police! There's a man with a gun! She said, What? Now, even though that's exactly what I would have said if I was trying to process what a crazy request this was, I'm thinking, Really? So again, in a loud, more drawn-out whisper, because I knew the perp was crouched down beside the pharmacist not too far from me, Call the police! There is a man with a gun! And I made the international sign for gun with my finger and thumb. <laughs> Just to make it extremely clear, I saw the look of understanding come across her face, and I knew she got it. She said to her caller, I have to call you back, and she started dialing. So, what to do now? All I could think of was, this is not happening. So I continued to check out Mrs. Cellphone, punching numbers into the cash register. Beep, boop, boop, boop. This isn't happening. Beep, boop, boop. I didn't dare look over at the gunman because I didn't want him to know that I even realized he was there, let alone were showing signs of aggression. Thanks, babe. <laughs> I just relied on my favorite lesson from Scarlett O'Hara. I can't think about that right now. I will think about that tomorrow. And when I finished her transaction, I just stared at the cash register in shock. I realized Mrs. Cellphone wasn't even in the window anymore. Awesome. I didn't even get to give her a receipt. 
Then I hear coming from the area where the scary man was, get down. I think, oh no, and immediately get down on my knees and shut my eyes. It's all of a sudden extremely quiet. I start praying as hard as I can, please Lord, don't let me die. Then I hear the pharmacist say, that's all I got, buddy. You even got the generics. <laughs> Dang, he sounded annoyed. That moment was the absolute scariest. My stomach dropped even further because I knew that now that he had the pills he wanted, he could do anything. We were all expendable. I kept my eyes closed as I waited to hear a gunshot. One didn't come. What I heard next was the pharmacist calling the police. I started to open my eyes and he said, Christy, look out the drive-thru and see where he went. I get up from the floor and look at him, what? Look out the window. Uh, you look out the window. <laughs> the pharmacist has the phone to his ear and urgently motions for me to get to the window. In my head, I'm thinking, you have got to be kidding me. I make $9.50 an hour and he wants me to stick my head out the window. <laughs> what really happened is I stuck my head out the window. <laughs> First, I see Mrs. Cellphone. She had just pulled up past the window a bit to get out of the line of fire, I guess. <laughs> Side note, I'm sorry I was judging you, Mrs. Cellphone. You really did me a solid that day. <laughs> I kept looking. There isn't much going on because it's a Sunday afternoon and there's an empty office parking lot next door. But I finally saw this old hoopty Cadillac pull out quick from behind the pharmacy and cut across the office lot onto the main road going south. I relayed that info to the pharmacist who told the police. Just a very few seconds later, I heard the police sirens coming up quick in the direction the bad guys went. Again, thank you, Mrs. Cellphone. So I pulled my head back in the window and I start to break down. I'm alive. The customers in the lobby don't even really know what has happened. I look over to see another coworker that I had forgotten was even there. We're both just staring at each other. The pharmacist, whose lab coat wasn't even askew, started taking an inventory of the drugs that were stolen and triumphantly holds up a bottle that the delinquent had missed. <laughs> he had evidently been robbed a couple of times before and the fact that he had tricked this punk made his night. <laughs> the police came and took statements from everyone and that took another couple of hours. I had to call home and say I would be late and I know what you're thinking and I don't want you to worry. I got paid for the extra hours that I had to be there. <laughs> Almost. I heard the police talking that they had been apprehended and I felt relieved. The police congratulated me for having my head about me enough to ask Mrs. Cellphone to call them. I gave them a little smile knowing it was really just instinct. I have always been a tattletale. <laughs> but I didn't share that. I just looked all humble and tried to deflect their praise. I finally got home and all I wanted to do was hold my baby son who was about two years old. That's when I really cried. Just the thought that I may never have seen him again was too much. But as I started comparing experiences with my coworker, she told me, yeah, I didn't even realize there was somebody behind the counter until I turned the corner and almost ran into him. He told me to get down and I asked him how he wanted me to, like this or like this? <laughs> My mouth dropped open as I realized she had been arguing with him and probably making eye contact. 
She went on to say, I looked over and you were on your knees rocking back and forth with your eyes shut. <laughs> huh, I don't remember rocking at all. Yeah, you looked a little crazy. <laughs> well, thanks. I'll be sure to tell that to my therapist. About a week later, a corporate man came in from loss prevention to talk to us. Having moved into the anger stage of grief, I started snapping at him. <laughs> when are we going to get cameras in here? He said, well, statistically, there isn't a higher risk of robbery in stores without cameras. I said, well, I bet you have a higher, rich of, a higher chance of catching evildoers if you have a camera. He looked at me sweetly like, poor, unstable lady. And then he brightened and said, I'm here to tell you, you're a loss prevention employee of the quarter. You know, we only give these out four times a year. He really said that. He, <laughs> he probably really thought I was a little crazy. Here is your $50 check and your certificate. Mm -hmm. In my head, I'm thinking, you keep your stupid hush money. I can't be bought. <laughs> what really happened was I took the check and said thank you and posed for the picture that went into the company newsletter. We found out there was a high-speed chase with the criminals who made the poor decision to start going through a residential area of town and finally T-boned a small pickup truck when they ran a red light trying to get away from the cops. I saw that chase later on Spike TV as part of those one of those police scariest, police scariest chases. I really did see it on TV. I also found out the man in the truck they hit was a friend of my mother's. Bless his heart, he had to share his ambulance with one of the perps. There had been two. There was a getaway driver. They handcuffed the fugitive to his own stretcher, though, so I'm sure it was fine. And Mrs. Cellphone? My manager sent her a $20 gift certificate to the store to say thank you for calling the cops. Yep, that's the least we could do. No, really, the least we could do. And finally, what happened to the hooligans? They pled guilty to a handful of charges and were sentenced to no less than 12 years in the state penitentiary. But I get to be notified when they get out, so I have that going for me. Thank you. Spread the word, they're funny, smart, and so absurd. Happens every month, it's the neatest story.